Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports with Ken Sterling. Today's special guest. It's opening day for the Chicago Cubs, so we welcome the great Evan Altman of CubsInsider.com. How you doing, Evan? I'm good. I'm good. It's baseball's back, uh, at least for now, right? For the time being. Back. You you look like one of those cool fans. I look like some kind of doddering old idiot. You know, I used to wear like a jersey and a hat and go to Wrigley, and and I thought maybe I looked like Rick Mundy or Don Kessinger. Now I look like Jim Riggleman or maybe God forbid Jim Marshall from the '75 and '76 Cubs. I would guess that your forearms are not as big as Riggs. Uh, Riggleman, <laughs> Riggleman had some – he was like Popeye, you know. That's the one thing I remember. He was just a burly dude. And it, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not – just keep, keep, keep him out of the frame. It's better for it, you. It doesn't work. Let me, see if, let me see if this works somehow better. It can't be worse. All right. Um, what are we going to see tonight? We've watched the scrimmages, and they were not impressive. The only guy swinging a decent bat is Contreras, and I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, I think it was – it felt good to see Anthony Rizzo, you know, get his first cut out there and, and just really knock one out. Um, it, it's so tough to say because, you know, we saw from from Hugh Darvish the other day, you know, he went out and got rocked the first five batters, and then he settled in. But it's like, okay, well, there's nothing – nothing's real about what's happening now. Um, you know, there's not fans. And, and I think, you know, people discount that. Right, we we make fun of the noise, the fake noise, and all that, but people discount the idea of playing in front of fans. Yeah, and and not having anyone there. I know the 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 Brewers got into town on on Thursday, and and so there's at least that vibe of of having the rivals there and and having that team and and having these games matter. But it's just, I I don't know. It's going to be really tough, I think, to see what's going to happen. The what I am more concerned about than anything, though, is is that pitching staff, the bullpen, in particular. Um, sixteen guys, like two of whom I trust out of sixteen. You know, and one of those might be Dwayne Underwood Jr., who's who's got like eleven innings at the major league level, right? Like that's where I'm at right now. I, I trust him as much as anybody in that bullpen right now. Well, we sure as hell don't trust Dylan Maples. I mean, I watched him throw three wild pitches last night. I don't know if one of them was assigned to pass the ball. 
but this guy can't find the strike zone with two hands. He is impossible to hit, and he's impossible to catch. Yeah, I mean, he, he looks like he, he's one of those kids in Little League, right, where you got the kid who's bigger than everybody else and just throws hard as hell, and everybody's just scared of him. <laughs> I mean, we like when Maples is on, and he's part of it's scary because he throws 97, 98, 99 miles an hour, and nobody knows where the fastball is going. And that's the crazy thing is, is like, Normally you see these guys, and you would think with stuff like that, with that slider, cutter, whatever you want to call it, that he throws, it's insane. That's the only pitch he could throw for a strike. Yeah. He can't throw a fastball for a strike. It's, <laughs> it, it's wild. It, literally. It's, and, and, but we saw, and I'm trying to think, it was Adam Jones and a couple other guys, maybe it was early last year, I want to say who, who veteran players were backing out of the box against that cutter because it's coming in and they think it's going to hit him in the face and it just drops in for straight. They were literally bailing out of the box. And yet he can't throw strikes. If he throws strikes, if the fastball is just like lights out, but it's just not. Yeah, he, he, literally unhittable. I mean, guys stand in there and just wave at it and hope, but he has no, he, he reminds me, and this is a ridiculous comparison, but Sandy Koufax was a guy like that. I never saw him pitch, but you hear stories of him the first four or five years he was in the majors he was all over the place, and then all of a sudden he got locked in. He remained unhittable, but he was unhittable inside the strike zone. So we'll see what happens with Dylan Maples. Um, you got David Ross in his first go-round, and the thing that I wanted out of David Ross more than anything was to inject some life into these guys a little bit. During the scrimmage, though, and you can't, you can't look at scrimmages and hold them accountable for enthusiasm in front of no fans but I, I haven't seen life out of the Chicago Cubs since 2016. And I want to see some life. I want to see some joy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what, you know, and I, and I think that's where that, that fan dynamic, and, and maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a, maybe they have to manufacture something extra internally. Maybe there's some drive that they dig in and find. Um, but, but that's the thing. And, you know, I've been talking about this for, for years, literally the last few years about how this, the team just doesn't look and feel the same as what it did in 2015, 2016. And, and I know you can't recreate that. I don't expect them to, but there hasn't been that feel that they're really pushing beyond. It's just, they, they've just been, they just are. And, and that concerns me a little But Again, at the same time, I think knowing that it's 60 games and, and we've seen um, and, and this maybe won't matter. I don't know, but it, it really seems like they've been taking this whole thing seriously as far as the health and safety protocols. I mean, they're the only team we haven't seen any major positive tests from, at least since camp opened. We learned to, um, when was that? Learned yesterday that Mike Napoli, the quality assurance bench coach type guy, he, he had tested positive on his intake, prior to intake. So he hadn't been with the team. But as far as the players, it looks like they're taking everything seriously and that they are kind of united and I think that's what David Ross sort of meant to galvanize that. And this team seems like they've had some factions uh, maybe a little bit or, or just maybe that they haven't all been pulling together. So I do feel like we're seeing some more of that. And I don't know if that shows itself right away. Uh, I, I hope it does. It's going to kind of have to because more, more than anything else, right, you can't, you can't win the season in the last week of July, but you can damn sure lose it yeah. if you go out there and you drop – open up with Milwaukee and then it goes straight to Cincinnati a team that's given them tons of trouble over the last couple seasons. They're under 500, I think, or right at 500 against the Reds. The, the Reds who have been bad for the last two years. Now the Reds are good. That's like, that's a problem, you know? So we'll see, but I feel good about, 
I feel good about where they're at now. We'll see where that happens at the end of the weekend. Baseball should never look like it's work. It should always look fun. It should always be fun. And I don't think it's been fun on the north side of Chicago in a while. Let's talk about the NL Central a little bit. You mentioned the Reds. They're much improved. They can swing bats. It's a matter of pitching with them, isn't it? It really is. Um, I mean, I think with the guys that you've, you've seen they've added and, and they've, it looks like they've gone and gotten all these former Cubs. You know, they've got a, a bunch of guys who did well there. Um, you know, some young, talented players. I, I think if the staff comes together and, and they, they can hold that down. And they, they've, they've had – it's gone up and down. Like a couple of years ago, really good hitting, and their pitching was terrible. And then last year, the pitching kind of came back around, and the hitting wasn't there for them. If they put it together – they really do have the makings of a very good – and, and, again, in a sprint, there's something to be said. I think sometimes it's like the 2015 Cubs were. They didn't really know what they didn't know yet. They had some new guys that they brought in, like Lester and Ross and Lackey, who weren't really part of the culture before. They got a bunch of young guys up. And then they're just like, screw it. Let's just let's go play some ball. And I feel like the Reds kind of have a little bit of that dynamic going on um, where they have brought in some of these vets. They got some young guys who they're bringing in there. And, and just, hey, man, let it fly. Let it, you know, play fast and loose. And, and that's, that's scary to me, honestly, as a, as a Cubs fan, to think that they sort of have – they're not as talented as the 2015, 2016 Cubs, but they've got some of that same feel, and I think they got a little swagger to them, and that can be dangerous. Yeah, they brought in Nick Castellanos. And then, of course, they've got – they got this guy. Yeah, Pedro. Stroke dealing out of the pen. I know. That's, I'm, I'm waiting for that. Like one way or the other, like he's either going to be, he's, and that's why I was love. like, he's either great Pedro or he's bad Pedro. You know what I mean? Like he's, his, his overall stats were wonderful, but it, it felt like a lot of times I got overshadowed, but so I'm hoping that he's the Pedro Strope of last year when he's pitching against the Cubs, he can succeed all he wants for all the other games. But when they play the Cubs, I just want him to pipe the slider and just throw some cement mixers up there. That would be nice. You know, I can't figure out why. I, I guess it's history. You, you look at Yachty behind the plate, and you look at a guy like Matt Carpenter, you look at Wayne, Wainwright, who is still somehow pitching for the Cardinals, and, and you think that St. Louis somehow is going to find their way into this race and could wind up winning a 60-game sprint. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the devil magic that they employ, um, you know, to whatever entity to whom the, they, they've sold their soul there. Uh, you know, you spent some time in St. Louis. You know what it's like. Um, maybe it's the Provel cheese on the pizza. I don't know. Yeah, it's, that, that awesome. shouldn't be doing anything good for anybody. Maybe you ingest enough of it and, and you are imbued with, with magical powers or Matt Carpenter's salsa. I don't know. Whatever it is. And that's, but that's the thing is that they, they, they are so consistent yeah. in terms of what they do. You know, you, you don't, they don't fall back into fifth place. They're not always first, but they're always there. They somehow find a way to grind that stuff out. And, and there's no, you know, the thing that worries me about them is it's a 60-game season. Over 162, I would expect that maybe some of those little nagging injuries, the age catches up with them more. Um, that's not really the case or, or is less likely, I guess, in this situation. But they're, I mean, it's the same team that always shows up. They're going to be one of those top three teams, uh, you know, and, and they're always a pain in the ass, regardless of who's on that roster. And then you look at Milwaukee, and I'm not even going to talk about the Pirates. I don't think there's any point in doing that. But you look at Milwaukee, I can't figure out, other than Yelich and, and a couple of bats, really what makes them special, I think, Council, you, you talk about, you know, a, a guy who's got the witch's brew working in the eye of Newt. Craig Council is a really good manager. 
He is, uh, and I, I hate to admit it, and he, he see, but he's he manages in the sort of the same way that he played, where he's sort of that that gnat of a guy who just you're like, how how's this guy any good? And he <laughs> figures it out, right? I mean, and but that's but I think that really helps him in terms of he's not there with some preconceived like trying to go for power all the time or trying to he he's perfectly happy going with the other a uh, couple years ago, right? When they figured out, hey, we got. Sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth innings, lockdown. Back end of our bullpen. As long as we can get to the sixth inning and with a lead, we're good, and we're going to ride that bullpen. And uh, you know, hey, uh, Christian Yelich gets hot. Now that's that's the scary part to me, though, is yeah. if you have a guy like Yelich who's proven over the last ever since he got to Milwaukee that he can carry that team. And in such a short season, I mean, we saw this in eighteen when the Cubs got passed by the Brewers or tied for game one sixty three, and then the Brewers beat them. The Cubs didn't actually have – we talked about them stumbling. They weren't all that bad over the last month of the season. Just the Brewers got white hot because Yelich won the MVP running away. It wasn't even close by the time. That's a guy who, if he is on that kind of a bender, uh, can he can just pick him up and say, yeah, you know, we're just going to go win. I'm going to take us on a – last two weeks of the season, you get hot. You could win the division easily. That's worrisome to me. Braun, eh. Not so much. They're doing all kinds of testing, you know, so I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody – maybe he can sue somebody so his COVID tests don't come back uh, <laughs> positive. But, yeah, so that's, that's a guy who knows a little bit about that. But, but Yelich is always scary, and in a short season even more so. Tomorrow night, are they going to pump in boo noises for the fake crowd noise when Braun comes I, to the plate? There's, there's, they're talking about doing the thing with the app where the fans can do this. They say, well, you know, we're not really going to pump in extra boot. Like, they have stuff, so I don't know how loud that actually gets. Apparently, the Cubs have a link that they're sending out to season ticket holders who can, like, record reactions. There's, there's a Zoom call they could be on. And really? they're going to pump in fan reactions from Zoom onto the video boards when the Cubs do big things. So, But only the rich pricks who, who are season ticket holders, they have access to it? Yeah. This rich prick right here, baby. I'm gonna <laughs> be one of those rich pricks. I did it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you know, this is uh, I, I, yeah. And 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 if the foul ball, if if a foul ball lands near your seat, yeah, they're gonna send it to you. They're gonna really? collect those and send it. Yeah, apparently so. Uh, I don't know how anybody's ever gonna. It's like you say, oh, that's my mind. Uh, we just moved out of the bleachers. What if you're in the bleachers? They've covered half of those with ads now, so um, they don't have to give those balls away. I guess. But, uh, but yeah, I think there's going to be, you know, if you watch the first few broadcasts, it, it feels like they're getting a handle for it. Because I think there's a, there's a certain yeah. – you, you can't just play noise, right? And if you, it's got to be dynamic and it's got to make sense. And I felt like the other day when I was watching that first game with the Sox, at first it just sounded like white noise. Yeah. And then as it got along and it amped up a little bit or, or a player would get a hit or draw a walk and they, they kind of – then you have actual kind of fan reaction – that felt more natural, uh, but if it just sounds like a white noise machine, that's really off-putting, and it's very odd. It's like, uh, it grinds my gears a little bit. So we'll, we'll, hopefully they get a handle on that, and it gets a little bit more organic, because I, I do think there's a place for that to an extent. I'd, I'd rather have them pump in something better. All right, man, tonight, 7 o'clock, Cubs Brewers, uh, you said it. They're not going to win the win the division in the first seven days of this deal, but they could sure as hell play their way out of it. They need a good series against Brewers, and then they need to go to Cincinnati and take care of business. 
They do, and uh, and that's the thing. I, you know, I don't want to be chicken little and say that if they start out slow, it's it's over. Uh, but uh, there again, you know, the first six games, that's a tenth of the season, right? Right. right. Less than a week, and they've got ten, no, seventeen, seventeen straight games, something like that. It's a, it's a long, their longest stretch of consecutive games is right at the start. It's super important to come out of the gate. So uh, we're we're going to know a lot about this team really quickly, whether we want to or not. That's Inside Indiana Sports with Kent Sterling. Breakfast with Kent, Monday morning. Go Cubs tonight, 7 o'clock, ESPN, the Marquee Network. We'll talk to you Monday morning. Thanks, Evan. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.